Hello, world. This is the Amnel Podcast. Today is Thursday, August 10th, 2023. This is a film and television podcast where we talk about our favorite films and television. My name is Caleb Chase. What up? Not much, bro. Doing good. How about you? Doing great. You know, by the time you're hearing this, you know, Barbie will have made over a billion dollars, which is insane. But, you know, Margot Robbie, she's the star. Um, Chase, we're going to get into our favorite Margot Robbie films ever. Just to get it popping, like, what do you think of Margot Robbie overall as a as an actress? She's dope. She's gorgeous, for one. But uh, she's also very good at getting into her roles, I feel like. Like, most of the movies I've seen, like, unless it's, like, a sequel, you know, Suicide Squads. Like, she's playing very different people. So, like, I appreciate the versatility, you know? Yeah, I love Margot Robbie. Um, let's get into it. I'm gonna go first. Number three for me is uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I got a feeling this is on okay. your I got a feeling this is on your list, and you enjoy this movie a little bit more than I do. So I'll let you go in depth on it. But um, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 2019 movie, Quentin Tarantino, you know, Margot Robbie, um, Leo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, you know, um, this is just one of those typical, it wasn't a typical role for her. this is a little different than what she's done, you know, but um, yeah, I don't know. This is, this is one of those cult, mm-hmm. this is one of those like cult like movies and like, she didn't have a huge role in it, but um, you could argue this is probably the best movie she's ever been in. Um, it's not my favorite, but um yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely uh Quentin Tarantino. He knew how to use Margot Robbie. I'll just uh, say that. Um, what do you got for number three? Mm-hmm. All right, so number three for me is gonna be the Suicide Squad. Not the first one, the second one. It was very well done. I like the uh connections with the characters even though it was a new cast outside of margo herself as harley quinn but uh yeah they actually they figured out what they were trying to do in the first one with the second one the soundtrack wasn't all over the place the acting didn't feel forced as much and uh yeah ended up being a very entertaining like little uh gruesome dramedy so that would be number nine, number three. Oh, uh, yeah. Number two for me is uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. This is our introduction to Margot Robbie. Well, it was my introduction to Margot Robbie. Um, I, seen, I actually seen somebody mm-hmm. tweet the other day that, um, you know, Margot Robbie starting out, starting out in The Wolf of Wall Street is like a rookie winning the MVP, which I kind of I kind of agree with. You know, that was a hell of an introduction for her. Oh, that. That's real. I was a hell of an introduction for her in that movie, man, playing, you know, uh, Leo's wife in that movie. She was she was amazing. Like for somebody from Australia, like she knows how to balance out these fucking accents. Like that was a hell of a like New York. slash. That was a hell of a New York accent. And she was going for it. I I think they were in New York, but that was a hell of a fucking that was a hell of a fucking accent. Mm -hmm. And um, like. She looked amazing in that movie. Like you could argue that was like the finest any woman's ever looked in any, any film ever. Like she, like Jesus. And I think she was she was in like her early twenties when that came out. So yeah, I, I love I love Wolf of Wall Street. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, 
What's your number two? Number two for me is also Wolf of Wall Street. I won't uh, go into it too much. You just covered all the bases pretty much. But yeah, hell of an introduction for any actor or actress. Like she came out the gate firing and she's been on one ever since. So salute to whoever saw the vision when they cast her. Yeah. Um, Chase, what you got for your number one? So number one for me, I felt weird putting Once Upon a Time for Hollywood because she really wasn't in it like that. But I do really enjoy that movie. So, yeah, that is my number one. I can't really say too much about, like, her role in it. She was literally in it for, like, 15, 20 minutes. But, like, hell of a film. And she played a vital role in it, you know, as one of the chicks dealing with uh, that uh, type of shit going on in Hollywood. So. Yeah, that's true. Number one for me is uh, was year number three, The Suicide Squad. Uh, I love this movie. Um, yeah, I love this movie. She was she was the star of this movie. Like she put on she put on a freaking five star performance. Um, it was funny you mentioned you know her playing the certain playing. You mentioned her playing the same character. It's funny. I went back and rewatched the first Suicide Squad yesterday actually, and like I felt uh, like why would you I, do that to yourself? Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a rewatching the DCEU right now. Uh. And honestly, that movie, it's not as bad as I remember it being. It's still, it's not good, but it's not as bad as I remember it being. But um, I felt like her, Harley Quinn in that movie versus the newer Suicide Squad is two different, it's two different characters. You know, I don't really, yeah, I, I did not feel like they were very much the same at all. But, um, you know, I, 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 I love her in the Suicide Squad. And like, I just want to say like, overall, like what she's done to Harley Quinn is, like pretty insane if you think about it like since she started playing harley quinn mm. you know she's popped up as harley quinn in three different movies and if you think about it you know i'm i'm currently watching yeah. season, season four of the harley quinn show is out right now and like th- that show is pretty much based off of her Ooh, i need to get back on that yeah it it, it is it is mm-hmm. funny it is funny as fuck but um uh like that show is based off of her her version of harley quinn because I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but prior to her, I don't remember Harley Quinn being like she is now. I just remember, you know, the red and black with the Joker all the time. Like what she's done mm-hmm. with Harley Quinn, it's she's like said a Harley Quinn is to the point now where she's like part of the big, the top five of DC characters. You know, you got oh, the, hell yeah. You know, you got the Holy Trinity with Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. But after that, I think it's Harley Quinn. You know. After next year, mm-hmm. after next year, Harley Quinn's gonna have popped up in four different movies, you know, when with a different version of Harley Quinn, but still Harley Quinn with Lady Gaga. And then you got the TV yeah. and you got the TV show. It's like I don't know, like she's done transcendent things with that Harley Quinn character. It's it's been pretty insane. And you know, in the movie, she was she was just amazing in it. Like she was funny as hell. You know, she had her moments where she was like emotional for uh like what was it uh polka dot man whenever he died or whatever like oh uh, yeah yeah like I, I i love that movie um yeah margot robbie like she's only she's only she's only i think 32 and she's accomplished so much like mm-hmm. she's 
whatever, however much. I mean, she's only thirty two, so she's probably gonna be doing this another thirty fucking years. So, uh, oh yeah, so yeah, she's she's definitely on pace to become one of the goats. No, yeah, she's definitely the modern day uh, goaded actress. Like you could throw J Law in that conversation too, I guess, but I feel like Margot's a little deeper in her bag. She's she's past the rub. J Law's kind of. I didn't say she's fell off, but she's she hasn't been as active. Mm-hmm. After X Men and the Hunger Games, or whatever, she hasn't has been as active or whatever. But you know, yeah, yeah. But uh, I would like to say honorable mention to Barbie that almost made the list. But uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't not put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in there. It's one of my favorite Tarantino films, even if she wasn't a uh, super prominent in that role i'll also give some uh love to peter rabbit too like a little bit more wholesome like kid-friendly movie but uh i watched that with one of my friends and uh their kids a while back and very good movie she plays like a painter who wants to be noticed but isn't and yeah she ends up being friends with a rabbit Yeah, I wouldn't go out and mention to uh, I, Tanya as well. She almost won an Oscar for that role. That was, mm-hmm. uh, it's not one of my favorite movies, but she was amazing in it. And I mean, it was pretty much like a biopic. So, you know, it was, that was, that was, a, that was one that, you know, deserves respect because, I mean, she almost won an Oscar for it. Who knows? She might win one yeah. next She might win one next year. Hey, facts. But yeah, I've been hearing good things about Amsterdam too. I need to watch that. Came out last year. Yeah, see, I was so excited to watch that, and like, I don't know what happened, but the everything about it sounded like it was a huge bomb. But you know, got to check it out. Mm. And yeah, I'm looking I, at it right now; it's got 32 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, and then and then obviously you got like Babylon, which came out last year. That was a good movie, you know. So, uh, so yeah, well, yeah. I also forgot she was in the Tarzan movie. I didn't know that, but I will. I won't mention any more of that because we're talking about her best work and not that she was bad in that, but that movie was just bad. So yeah, I'll uh, keep to the highlights. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's all we got for today. We will be back on Monday. Chase, this was uh, fun. We'll see you guys next week. Always bro. Love y'all. Have a good weekend.